0: Welcome everyone. How's it going? Hello. What's been up? You tell me you've been missing. <laughs> What's been up? Oh my god, I've been, I I've had, like I I just said, um, I've been God's punching bag for two weeks. <laughs> It's been exhausting. I've I've had a lot of work and I feel like everything I'm doing is just not fucking going my way. Uh, mm. So yeah, but it's fine. I'm recovering now. I'm now I'm in recovery mode. But You're
1: I'm in so recovery mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Please recover. At least you look it's better. The today makeup. Than you yesterday. <laughs> yesterday you look like somebody really bashed you up good. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, we Kenaz and I got on a Zoom call yesterday, and I turned on my camera, and she was just like, "What the fuck happened to you?" <laughs> um, but I'm here. I'm it wasn't
1: alive. in a mean way; it was in a more concerned way. Of
0: course, the most concerned person about me music, Kenaz. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'm doing better now. Obviously, there was a lot of shit for me to learn these past two weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know if I've learned it, but I'm trying and yeah that's again. all we can do is try you will be the choo-choo train that keeps on trying slowly, slowly. <laughs> exactly yeah.
1: so last last few weeks 10 days have been very rocky for a lot of people a mm-hmm. lot of I wouldn't say rocky but definitely a little testing and a yeah. few things come up and luckily they were handled uh, in the right manner and yeah. you know all parties involved were good mm-hmm. but I just saw a lot of stuff around you know uh, a lot of stuff happening to people a lot of things coming up a lot
0: yeah a joke I love to crack is mercury retrograde everyone <laughs> yes
1: Shani. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah uh, I feel like our episodes are really playing in parallel to life right now
1: very much I don't know like which one's making which one happen but it's it's definitely happening. yeah the universe is in tune with what we're trying to do and it's making sure we walk the talk
0: <laughs> yeah I, I know how that. happy I am about that. <laughs> we're guinea pigs guys um, yeah
1: definitely big ass guinea pigs <laughs>
0: Yeah. So yeah, we talked about relationships the past two episodes. We talked mm-hmm. about romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Then we went on to talk about friendships. And now let's mm-hmm. come down to like where all our relationships began from the very start, which is our families. Mm-hmm. So who's who's in your family, Kenneth?
1: The family that I grew up with, uh, my mom, dad, sister, that the immediate people that I lived with. And then obviously being an Indian, we have lots of aunts and uncles. And I I only grew up with one grandparent uh, mm-hmm. and uh, lots and lots of cousins. And I actually grew up in a colony, like a gated community. Yeah. So all the 250, 300 families well, are, also, <laughs> are also a part of your extended family so yeah i grew up with a lot of people
0: uh so what's the what's the dynamic like especially in your in your direct family you said you have a mom your dad you have a sister so are you more of like a mommy's girl or a daddy's girl oh god i hate that i hate i feel like society has ruined the word daddy for me
1: (laughs) it has completely ruined it for everyone everyone at the above age of like 12 who knows where this word gets used girl. also this word is done with
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, mommy's girl or daddy's girl uh
1: actually I would think really neither but if I had to pick one uh probably uh, my dad because I don't know I think somewhere he thinks I'm a boy so he connects with me more <laughs> uh, but uh my mommy is all about my sister, Mona's. Like, mm-hmm. she's everything for her. So it's just kind of cute. I like it. I don't mind. I don't mind it. Uh, I used to mind it when I was a kid. Yeah. Really, I used to mind it a lot. But I do. now it's all good. Yeah.
0: Okay, oh, so daddy's girl. So, how's your yeah, relationship I with your dad? That, uh,
1: it's always been a very strong tug of war
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: because uh, we both are Scorpios we both are extremely <laughs> strong-headed i'm like a mini me version of him that he just regrets you know like making me just like him he wanted me to be just like him and now he rege- regrets like, it sometimes because it bites his ass right yeah. uh, so with him it was always about uh, you know control over money Mm -hmm. So he used to try and control me a lot over money. Uh, And in the formative years, when you are a teenager and all that stuff, I completely get it. But that kind of started extending a little bit later uh, where it shouldn't have. And I, you know, checkmate my dad real fast. Mm -hmm. Money is not something you will ever control me with. You know, Uh, when I moved back from uh, America, Uh, he was being really like mean to me one weekend and he wouldn't like, you know, give me some money to go out party, some stupid shit like that. Yeah. I I told him, I said, listen, I know nobody's going to hire me or I'm not going to be able to find a job over here because I don't even know how things work over here. But I've heard of a place called Dance Bar where you can go dance and make a lot of money. (laughs) I'll do that if you control me. Oh my God. And he was just shocked. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I will do it. I will find it he's like from that day onwards anything you want (laughs) (laughs) no it just became less you know the the tug of war over money and uh decisions and what I can do and what I cannot do because of money became a lot less and I that kind of worked for me also because Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be independent because I don't want people asking me where I'm spending my pennies and stuff like that. So, Mm. but besides that, my dad uh, was just super, super good. He never treated me and my sister anything less because we were girls. In fact, I think he kind of like, he, he he was an unusual feminist, you know, like way ahead of his time. Like he would allow us to do whatever we wanted Just because we were girls and there was something he always felt he needed to like prove, you know, that there's no difference between girls and boys. In fact, he thinks girls are better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what about your mom? You said your sister was more of a mommy's girl. So how was your relationship?
1: My mom, like she counts on me. But I know Manaz is her favorite. She was the firstborn. So I think there's that element of mm-hmm. my baby girl, you know, which is still there. She's still the baby girl of the family at 47. So I don't know how that works. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Uh, there's something that I really learned from my mom. My mom was always only about me and my sister. Like her entire world revolved around that you know, taking us to school, making us do our homework, bringing us lunch, hot lunch at school, you know. And um, when the two of us, I know it was just beyond sweet. I thought like it was like really too much, you know, when I look back. And uh, when the two of us left for America and both of us left at the same time, her entire world imploded Mm. because there was nothing else to do. There was nothing, you know, to focus on. And the two stars in her life are gone. The light is gone. So Hmm. one thing majorly I learned from her is to, yes, give your family 1000%. I learned that from my mom to be very understanding. She's always, you know, pacifying all of us. She's the pacifier in the uh, family because we're all hotheads. And we all like, you know, (laughs) our tempers just fly from zero to hundred in a microsecond. Oh man, she has a lot
0: of patience then.
1: Yeah, the one thing I learned was to do something for myself you know have something that's mine where you know it can be anything whether it doesn't necessarily have to be work or business or this or that it could be anything but something that makes me feel that you know I am worthy enough for this I kind of saw that in my mom that when we left it was like life was almost not mm. worth living for her she got depressed and many things uh, happened so I learned that from my mom and I learned a lot of uh well, actually, I didn't learn it. I observed my mom was very patient <laughs> and I wanted to embody that, but that's the- uh, How's like, that so, working out for you? <laughs> <start-up,
0: bitch. laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. It's working, so, okay?
1: <laughs> slowly, but it's
0: working. Okay, If you say so. I'm mm. kidding, of course it is. Mm. Um, so mom, how were your parents together? Because I feel like, You know, you also observe your parents as Mm. they are with each other and that also impacts.
1: Yeah. My dad is super dominating. Uh, He's like a complete tiger, you know. Mm -hmm. But with my mom, I noticed, you know, my mom's name is Rashida. Mm. And his day would begin and end with her name, you know. He would obviously pester her, they would fight, they would do all of that, but they always had this thing, you know, like the minute he would come home, he would look for her first like we were never like, yeah, okay, fine, you guys are there, but where is where is Rashida? you know he's always very affectionate and loving towards her, even when they fight, you know, he would apologize and that this would play out all in front of us, so both of us grew up with honestly, an epitome of a husband-wife relationship not that they didn't have their problems they had mountains of problems but the way they handled it the way they communicated the way they stuck with each other you know my dad's a businessman my mom's a housewife but he would never take even a business decision without consulting her or confiding in her or you know taking her two bits so that was always there so for me that was a big thing that Mm -hmm. okay I know what's not working, uh, you know, with my dad and with my mom like separately, but the two of them, they work Together. like magic. Yeah, they work like magic. For that sure. sounds so
0: nice.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> what about your sister? I heard a lot of stories <laughs> about you and your sister.
1: My sister's uh, gonna fucking kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what stories you have heard and from whom. Not from me, Monaz, I promise. <laughs>
0: Just saving Media us. Maybe will tell a
1: few now.
0: Yeah, okay, we need to hear these. Um. But yeah, t- tell me more.
1: Yeah, Munaz is, Uh. she's seven years older than me. We were, for the longest time, neither here nor there. We weren't friendly because we weren't mm. in that zone of age. And she was not particularly maternal towards me because she was not old enough to do that. Mm -hmm. She just saw me as a pesky little thing that came and took all the limelight away after seven years. So I was a huge nuisance factor. She told me a few years ago that till I could talk, she used to pinch me. Because she loved the face I used to make (laughs) right before crying. She had a name for that phrase debu she had called it it's like when you make that debu face i used to love it so i used to pinch you when nobody was looking
0: oh my god that's yeah mm, this, is, this is nothing <laughs> this is just the beginning there'll be more
1: <laughs> uh i really feel that my sister has played a huge part in who I am today. Hmm. You know, just growing up with her, I had to be so resilient because she would just fuck me up like in every which way. (laughs) She just would. I mean, I don't feel so bad now because it really made me strong and it really made me, I had to always outsmart her, outwit her. Uh, I couldn't outrun her or outbeat her also. She used to beat me real good. That made me real tough also. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, she, you know, reaction or the respond to her, it kind of molded my personality. So for the better or for worse, I like me, so I'm fine with it. It works. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I'm fine with it. I know there are a few things I need to work on, but she used to kick me off the bed when I used to (laughs) fall asleep. We used to share a bed. She used to wait for me to fall asleep and then she would kick me off the bed. And then my parents got really worried that every day I'm rolling off. And then my father figured out that no, yeah, this one's not rolling off the bed. (laughs) The one is kicking the other one off the bed. So then I got kicked out of the room. So I had to go sleep in the living room every single day. Oh God! So she was a little bit nasty, but uh, but because of all those things, I cannot tell you how much my sister spoils me now. Like nobody spoils. <laughs> Look, even my husband doesn't spoil me that much as much as she's I don't know whether it's sister guilt or what it is it's working fine i sure it gave it's, you a
0: super thick skin also
1: it did it gave me a very thick skin it you mm-hmm. know always gave me the might to fight you know because I had somebody to practice with all these years <laughs> growing up yeah. so that was never an issue so yeah but it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of tears. My mom used to, poor mom used to cry a lot because we used to fight like alley cats. We used to scratch each other, pull each other's hair. We were really mean to each other, but
0: it was kind of like sisters. Yeah, sister fine. fine now, right? <laughs> it's all good now. Of course, <laughs> we
1: are like. BFFs you know we might not speak for a few weeks but if there is anything that's even slightly disturbing I feel it and I know she feels it too so we are always there for each other when you know shit hits the fan there's no two ways about that
0: okay. but yeah that's she tortured right.
1: the shit out of me while I was <laughs> <That's>
0: all- <laughs> as long as it's all good now it's perfect it's all so, good now yeah so you I so obviously your family has had Everyone's family. That's the whole point of mm. having a family. Is that they mold you and they yes. have the biggest impact on your life. So, what kind of an impact did your family have on you?
1: My family had a huge impact on me. Like you know, uh, I think everyone's family does. The main mm-hmm. thing that uh, I believe that I kind of got out of being a part of this family. Obviously, we choose the family that we we're born to, right? topic for another day yeah so what uh, my family taught me was to really be authentic you know whatever we were we were our real selves with each other Uh, that was very very important Uh, there's also a fact that uh, you kind of react and respond and that's how it gets molded you know your personality your character so all these challenges that are presented to you when you're growing up uh, they work for you And sometimes Mm. they don't sometimes they scar you also and that also works for you because that gives you an opportunity to grow somewhere
0: Mm -hmm. you know so yeah okay so you're 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 inching your way to the grave you're pretty much there (laughs) i'm not (laughs) inching my way to the grave I might be
1: middle-aged, but definitely not towards the grave, unless the grave is around the corner, which I don't know about. <laughs> Do you, get bitch? No. Oh. <laughs> no, you want to out now? Oh, you want to bad? Oh, okay. So, so you are asking, you, so you are asking an old Indian auntie question, right? I yeah. think you're getting to that, right? Yes, auntie, tell me, what's your question, auntie? Why don't you have kids, Kenas? The God, honest truth which I don't know how many people the people might freak out if I say this but the god honest truth is Sean and I assessed and we knew we were too fucking lazy to have kids <laughs> it's a lot of work and yeah we were very cognizant about the fact that we did not want the time from each other to be taken away and we also were very very astute about the fact that you can't have children because you want somebody to look after you when you're old that's just not fair and Mm -hmm. you know that's not why you should have kids you should have kids for the joy of having children Uh, having said that we don't have kids but we have surrounded ourselves with our friends kids our relatives you know so we never feel the absence of giving love to someone and we've Mm. always kept the door open if we ever feel like you know that oh we are barren and you know (laughs) the swimmers don't work now at 60 70 or my eggs have dried up or my one foot is in the grave if those issues come up we still have the option of adopting there are so many children already in this world and especially at this time I think People should ask themselves the question, "Why do they want to have kids?" Instead of asking people, "Question, why aren't you having children?" You know, where we are in mm-hmm. humanity right now, and the populace, yeah. yeah, we're just like mm-hmm. overflowing. So yeah, yeah, so no children for us.
0: We take <laughs> all
1: the children as our children but we have a doggie uh-huh. and she's like our she's child. So
0: cute. She's the cutest. So
1: cute. Lola is the cutest.
0: Kenaz is a dog mom. Yeah, I'm a dog mom.
1: And I know how many people must be cringing because there are moms <laughs> out there that are like, don't call yourself a dog mom. You know, you don't know what it's like to have a child. I said, thank God I
0: don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of the last episodes mm. we you had talked about um, your... Your, your sister-in-law you have a new member in the family yes i you have do a new sister-in-law uh so how's that going like we there was a little bit of some underlying feelings in there um yeah so tell us about that yeah She's you family. just want me to be like just share everything, <laughs>
1: right? bear everything. Yeah. Um, so it was a little rocky it was it was okay in the beginning then it got a little rocky you know anytime you put women in one household and to kind of share these things it takes a little adjusting and from both sides you know and uh, recently we had a board meeting we have a lot of those at home (laughs) and we had a board meeting and we communicated deeply communicated openly communicated and uh I really appreciate that because you know I can understand how intimidating sometimes it can be you know when you come to a new family new house you don't want to be the one to rock the boat but she was Mm -hmm. very courageous and very sweet and came forth and spoke a bit and you know we both realized that we just needed to communicate more (laughs) that's exactly Mm -hmm. we, we actually if I'm being very honest we both realized that we should not like she was talking through Samir, her husband, and I was talking through my husband. And they were talking to each other. And the main fuck up was when you would let the boys do girls' Boys talk. Talking. <laughs> it was just so idiotic. Like we totally realized and we were laughing. Like why did we do that? You know, we both were in the position of not wanting to offend the other yeah. or, yeah. you know, trouble the other. And we ended up really troubling and offending the other. But we sorted it out and we decided it was all the boys' fault. <laughs>
0: of course always is <laughs> yeah
1: so, so it's really really nice and the space that we are sharing right now uh Kharishma and i is is very very sweet you know it doesn't feel like a sister-in-law it just feels like a really good friend is living with me so i love sure. that you know i i respond best to that
0: yeah so it's going well now you're doing well bad. now it's going yeah, well, it's well now just a little chat chat
1: chat and it's going mucho well
0: nice
1: So, what about you you come from a big punjabi family a traditional north indian family
0: no my family technically like if you go into like extended family it's a really big punjabi family um but i think in my my direct so i have my mom my dad i have my twin sister uh, mm. which a lot of people find really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think it's pretty normal. <laughs> um, and then I've grown up with my cousins and my grandparents. So I think that would be my family. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: So what was your relationship with your
0: dad like? Is he a typical Indian dad? Oh my God. My dad is like the furthest thing from a typical Indian dad. He's like the coolest person i know he's way cooler Mm -hmm. than me he outcools me and my sister oh that's that i could just tell from the photos (laughs) that's obvious all my friends want to hang out with my dad um (laughs) but yeah so i think the one indian indian typical indian dad trait he has is you know the dominant personality yeah that most indian dads have um so yeah my relationship with my dad has been it's been like I said. He, I'm so lucky to have him as a dad. He's the most open-minded, share mm-hmm. like lets me do whatever. All has given me everything I ever wanted. Has never said no for everything. And he's like the greatest dad I could ask for. But obviously, there's always those few hiccups that happen with every family member. Those things that really test you. That's I of feel course. like that's what the yeah. purpose of a family is to just test the shit out of you. You know, yeah
1: <laughs> Hope um, you, press all those buttons.
0: Yeah. So that that's happened that obviously I have those things with my dad too my dad like I said he is he is a dominant personality he has a short temper like I do <laughs> and he can be very loud so when 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 I was a kid he I used to get screamed at for no reason <laughs> and when I was a, <laughs> no reason at all I was such a good kid
1: <laughs> sure you
0: uh, did you just break <laughs> a phone and
1: hand your da- dad buy you one right now <laughs> shut, like a week up. ago Shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I'm such a good kid. I don't do anything wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, so when I was a kid, like I used, I used to cry a lot when he was screaming me. You know, like when you just get angry and you don't know what to do, what to do say, you yourself? just burst out in tears. Uh, Did now... you do that
1: last week also for your phone? Is that how you got it?
0: <laughs> and listen, that's not how I got it. Okay. <laughs> But I did cry. (laughs) Uh, But now, now it's like he yells at me and then I yell back and then my mom's just sitting there like, stop yelling at your dad. (laughs) And I'm like, um, but yeah. So that's what it is. But I think it's it's especially now in the past four or five years, it's like our relationship has gotten so much better. so it's become a lot better. I think it's mm. because, you know, I went away to college mm-hmm. and also, you know, parents start to see the void of like your kid, you know. <laughs> so your so stock value went up because you my went stock far away. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, but we, like, we start talking, we start bonding more and talking more, mm-hmm. you know, cause you start to realize like, yeah, like the value of your of family, um, and I think our communication with each other has I've learned through the years how he communicates and how you yeah. have to piss him off and yeah. he's learned through the years or how not to piss me off you know
1: yeah
0: So our communication has gotten a lot better mm. and I think another thing I've like really noticed is that ever since I've me and my uh, my sister and my mom have been on the spiritual path we've noticed such massive changes in ourselves okay. uh, like uh, my, my temper has also gotten better I basically just huge changes in ourselves so I've noticed that while we're changing he's not a spiritual person but I'm noticing the change in him also you know like how you say it's like a ripple effect like when you see a change in yourself you kind of radiate it out you what do you
1: mean by he's not a spiritual person that might be his perspective I mean
0: he yeah 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 Yeah. he that's his he he doesn't follow the path we do he thinks he's not a spiritual person but yeah yeah. we I, I see him grow and like transform every single day yeah, you know yeah so I'm seeing that transformation in him um but yeah it, it tends to rub off you know yeah <laughs> That's it does
1: it, <laughs> it just rubs off you can't help it you live yeah. in that vibe it's going to happen
0: yeah so everything's just getting a lot friendlier and I think we're mm. also like coming of an age where like the, you know like I can drink with him and I can chill yeah. with him
1: yeah so yeah.
0: it's our relationship is getting a lot better so it's it's nice it's fun
1: Huh. i have seen you and your mom together and right off the bat you can tell that there's a very special friendship was it always there uh or this is something that is uh developed between you and your mom
0: uh i think i think that was always there like i think there was like a has always been like a really special one between me and my mom but also yeah like very similar people
1: okay uh
0: I remember even when I was a kid, like I used to be like, I used to be like the more like friendly one. Like my mom and my dad used to go for like parties and Ashley yeah. used to sit and like cry and be like, no, don't go, don't leave me alone. And yeah. like, it's okay, let mom go, let have fun. <laughs> She'll be back by the end of the night. So yeah. I, like, that's always been there. Like even in school, like I would be like the one like annoying her, like a friend, whereas ashley would be like, oh my God, leave me alone. Like mom, don't embarrass yeah. me kind of deal. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, so we like, and we're, like I said, we're also similar people. Mm-hmm. so we are very close um but I think again that's another reason why like this the people you're closest to like tick you off the most so yeah we also have those small things that challenge both of us um she criticizes me a lot
1: <laughs> she today criticizes you, got, you a lot today
0: morning I got uh you're always in a crab how does it feel like to always be in a crabby mood <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah so she criticized me a lot but it's it's fine but I know also she loves me like I through her I've learned what like unconditional love what like compassion and understanding Mm -hmm. she's she's like I would say she's like the epitome of compassion understanding and love so she's an amazing person so I'm -hmm. really lucky to have again very I'm so blessed to have open-minded and parents who give me freedom
1: yeah and space yeah
0: yeah so like All these challenges exist but they're also teaching me a lot
1: yeah yeah and so what about like the dynamics between your mom and dad while growing up like what was your example of a couple
0: so my mom and my dad are like they're like friends Hmm. so they the one thing the one really main thing I've learned from them is freedom okay and i like i really see that like true example in a relationship from that and the importance of it hmm. you know my my mom and my dad are very like opposite people okay uh my dad is a very social person he likes to go out he likes to party my mom is a is a homebody she likes to be by herself hmm. um she yeah she doesn't drink so they're very like opposite people but yeah. you know like my mom gives my dad complete freedom to like do whatever the hell he wants and he does what he wants and my my dad may not be interested in the spiritual path or yes. sometimes he may not even agree with the spiritual path mm. going on but he he gives mom the freedom and all, all all three of us the freedom to do what we want yeah you know and I think that's really important so mm. that's the main key thing I've taken from that relationship is is freedom
1: is freedom yeah okay. so you have a twin mean. Mm twins are like I don't know every guy's fantasy like the minute they hear twins is like you know what comes up in their mind right so yeah. <laughs> tell us a yeah. little bit more because it is very unusual <laughs> to have a twin you know it's uh yeah. not a very common thing and uh and whatever whatever twins I have uh grown up with in my life they have a crazy bond and they're mm-hmm. like so what's your twin situation? <laughs>
0: so I don't know how much we live up to this whole fantasy thing because we're fraternal twins. Okay. Uh, but I, I honestly like never. It just never seemed like that big of a deal to me. Maybe obviously because I'm born. At, is it? But it's 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 a fun thing. You know, you have someone mm-hmm. your own age. Yeah. You uh, have someone to share clothes with, copy yeah. your homework from, <laughs> hang out with. You know, like find excuses and lies to tell your parents to go out together yeah um, I, I still remember this girl Ashre, used to sit behind me in like our board exams because mm-hmm. that was our roll call and this girl copied my entire sociology paper from me mm-hmm. and she got 100 and I got 99 <laughs> what the fuck <laughs>
1: he copied from you and scored higher
0: yeah yeah <laughs> lovely Um, but but yeah it was fun we had the same like we had the same friend group we Mm -hmm. um yeah it was it's it's been really nice it's 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 worked out really well for all of uh, for both of us um sometimes it used to be really annoying because I used to be like you know what I'm my own person Mm -hmm. I need my own room just because we're twins you can't shove us in the same room (laughs) just because we're twins you can't give us one phone to share (laughs) did you really have a phone to share (laughs) you know it was just you can have those like spare phones for a yeah, little yeah. bit. So they were like, yeah. you guys will share it. I was like, no, <laughs> we're not joint at the hip, but sometimes, you know, we would get referred to like in one sentence, Ashna, yeah. or the twins. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. be the one who'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm my own person. Or like birthday calls would happen. They'd be like, yeah, give the phone to Ashna. I'd be like, call me by yourself. Okay. <laughs> call me on my phone. <laughs> I think,
1: I think being a twin gave you a little syndrome. Huh? <laughs> like you, like almost uh very vehemently trying to establish an
0: independent (laughs) identity (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true that that did happen Uh, but it was interesting so we had like the same friend group and we so we hung out together in school we went to parties and everything together but like we would actually never like share things with us with each other like so it's like she started dating someone or so she broke up with someone I would hear it from like her best friend or everyone else in the friend group, I wouldn't hear it from her, you know? Ooh. So, yeah, so it was interesting. But I think as we've like, um, so we wouldn't share too much with each other, but I think as we've grown older, mm-hmm. and I think especially since we've like left college, uh, we both left for college, etc. Mm. we've developed more of like a friendship bond where like, I wasn't like, she's my sister. I call her, I'll ask her for things. Yeah, or things and, yeah. yeah. Um. Stuff, so... Yeah. It's, it's been fun. It's fun having a twin.
1: <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it.
0: Uh, but yeah, like, like I was saying, you know, all these things that I said, the things I learned from my dad, you know, it's like, whether it's communicating or yeah. um, understanding love or everything that I'm saying, our family impacts us the most in our life. You know, absolutely. we're basically placed in this family to learn our lessons uh, our family is who we learn from the most yes. so there's a reason like even the smallest little things tick you off or like they you
1: yeah. they
0: really test your patience or you know it's because the people closest to you are there to teach you the most
1: they will know right they'll know your weak spots they will know your soft spots like, you know, like, my sister exactly knew how to put me in a tizzy, you know, yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, completely, like, messed me up. And that really teaches you yeah. how not to allow these things mm-hmm. to happen in mm-hmm. the future when you grow yeah. up, you know?
0: Yeah, you would also find, like, sometimes the things that, like, bother you the most would be, like... Maybe coming from like you know like a pet peeve might be something that a family member embodies. Or so, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah, have definitely. to fucking learn to get over it. <laughs> get over it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So we have the most to learn from our families. Yes. And unlike any other relationship, where if you can ditch a friend or you can ditch your boyfriend, you can't yeah. ditch your family. There's no running from them. You can be far away from them, but. There's no running away from family. That connection
1: is always
0: there. Always there. So they're there to teach you the most. There's a lot. If you start to look at your relationships in your family, you realize how much you have to learn.
1: learn. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And same, right? Vice versa. You are in their life for the same reasons. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think family is. And we are very lucky that, you know, like, not that we did not have issues or problems while growing up or in our family or hard times or anything like that. But we still, like, fundamentally had families that were very supportive, very loving, very caring. Uh, that's not the situation for everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that can really mess you up. You know, uh, I know a couple of friends who grew up with family dynamics, which were, you know, less than desirable. And I see how that messes people up and how these friends, when they grow up, they learn, understand, and then they take the onus of correcting whatever it is. You know, they just don't blame their family. Oh, my family fucked me up. So that's my Mm -hmm. excuse for life. You know, that doesn't work either because you have to live your life, right? Even if they messed you up, you got to correct you then so we mm-hmm. very 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 there's very a reason lucky.
0: yeah there's also like a reason you see like so many <clears throat> traumas starting from childhood
1: yeah it's because
0: that's just how it works so it, it, it's just our responsibility just to see what exactly is pinching us what's pricking us what's just really testing us what's making yeah. it so bloody hard yeah. um and and start to work on that
1: Yeah. So are you realizing that when you are talking about the shifts in your relationship, uh, in your family and the shift in my relationships in the family, do you know what is the one thing that kind of facilitates that shift?
0: yeah I was actually thinking about that you know I said that with Ash, like my relationship with Mm -hmm. that it went from like us being like sisters to us being Mm -hmm. friends like as I went to Mm -hmm. college we became more friends we started communicating more relationship got better same with my dad you know like Mm -hmm. I'm getting older so I'm becoming more of a friend to him I'm hanging out with him same with my mom like instead of being like oh I can't tell her anything because she's my mom I'm I'm she's my friend so I'm telling her things so
1: sharing yeah. everything
0: my relationships and even your relationships from what yeah. you said they're becoming more of a friendship than the roles that we were stuck in
1: yes and duty bound role bound mm-hmm,
0: yeah yeah and as soon as they become friendships you see how they flip because you know with friendship like the first thing we said was that in friendship everyone's an equal yes with friendship comes good communication with friendship mm-hmm. comes love and respect with friendship comes expression and freedom Mm. so as soon as you start to see see your relatives as your friends Mm -hmm. I can give you the example of even my my grandmom like you know people aren't Mm. I mean how much do I have in common with my grandmother really not that Mm. much except for the like look at our age difference but I actually FaceTime yeah. her. I go. I sit. I hang out with her. I talk to her. It's yes. because that bond. Like I see her as a friend now, and so automatically yeah. that like that feeling comes in, or automatically everything just changes. So I think that's the
1: yeah. that's the main
0: flip. You know, instead of sticking yeah. the rules, you start to become a friend, and I started to see this change in me because ever since I started. Yeah. Um, on the spiritual path, and yeah. I started seeing spiritual transformation in myself. One of the main things that happens when you transform yes. spiritually is that you become yes. a friend to all, and everyone becomes a friend to you. You know, so automatically, when you are a friend to everyone, yes you start to see better relationships. Mm-hmm. You start to see, even with strangers, you know, if you are approaching a stranger and you're, um, yes. You're a friend to them, you talk to them better. You and what is the
1: response that you get when you approach what you said is very important? And I want to kind of like pull that back. When you're even approaching a stranger, but in a friendly manner, what is the response that you get?
0: Friend. Always. Yeah.
1: It's almost always positive. Yeah.
0: That's
1: yeah. True. So, and that's something that we need to realize in like this word friendship or this you know s- state of being a friend to people is I think the absolute need of the hour for humanity mm-hmm. you know we just need to be better friends to each other yeah what do you think
0: I agree it's, you know good, being a good friend to someone leads to hmm. a good and a happy relationship where leads to yes. a happy you a happy me and happier like it just ripples out like a happier world <laughs> <laughs> altogether eventually
1: yes because if we all stop being dickheads to each other and we just treat each other as friend and whoever can come up in my life tomorrow or in yours and you our initial approach is friendly Mm -hmm. and you know to build a friendship I think this world would be a different place definitely I know it might be again the hippiest thing I've ever (laughs) said but it's, it's like, true <laughs> it's true exactly it's just true yeah. you know and uh a lot of the problems that we are facing today are to do with the fact that that's not our approach yeah. our approach is not friendly you know our approach is you know as humanity we're always approaching each other with a threat or yeah. you know with like with some sort of violence or or even
0: if you yeah. are like not being hostile or mean you're being civil or you're being but there's like, there's underlying fear. Or like yeah it's it's not the same you know same. it's
1: not the same so so since we're talking about friendship 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 so what's next
0: what's the main thing we said that happens with friendship it's communication you see the first thing you see is the way you communicate with people just yeah changes so we're taking a deep dive into the ocean of communication and all right i know that's something that's been challenging for all of us so we'll get into extremely
1: it. challenging <laughs> yeah. communication yes so great Tune then in. we will see you guys next week bye. much love stay well bye